We shall go on to the end. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 52 of The Art of Surrender. And today I am joined by my good mate, Maxwell Warhorse Hearn, who is losing his mobile phone right now. (laughs) As I did that, the the tripod's broken. What's up, mate? How are you? I'm not too bad. It's been a while since we've had a chat, so I thought a good good time to catch up with you. You've got a good competition and stuff coming up, um, and always good to chat to a friend. So what's going on before? I'm good. I'm good. Just busy working. And man, in the lockdown, I've been a little bit slow on the podcast. I think it's been about three weeks since we've done one. But oh, really? Um, yeah. You know, like there's the lockdown over here is in Sydney's pretty shit. So I'm just working from home all the time and not really seeing many people. And it's just kind so of. So what's like, the go? Are you guys? Are you guys just like? You're not, you can't do anything. Can you leave the house? You can go to the shops and that, eh? Uh, I th- yeah. So it was a rule of like 10, you had a, within a 10K radius or something. Like, I, to be honest, man, my head's in the sand, bro. And I'm just like carrying on with my life and just keeping a low key, but I'm not following the headlines that much and getting like a, uh, consumed by it. That's kind of where yeah, I'm at. But, but yeah, are there you was- like, are you leaving the house? Are you just like you're in the in the home all day, or like you're going out for walks and stuff? I mean, that'd be a bit shit yeah, ass. Yeah, know, so just no, like in house all day. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that, man. That's like why it's so bad with them, all the mental health, right? People stuck at home and don't get out, and think yeah. you, have, you have to get out. You have to get out. Yeah, so I'm working from home, but I'll just um, at lunch every more at lunch every day. I'll go out and pretty much spend an hour in the sun, or if I have a meeting that's like real, like a casual one, then I'll just go and sit in the park and like be on that on my phone instead of in front of the camera on the MacBook. You got to get that vitamin D, man. Yeah, and it's that's what I've been doing. I just bought some kettlebells and stuff. So as you know, I've been doing physio post surgery, and I'm at the point now where I'm yeah. Like, feeling a lot stronger and I'm and I'm getting a lot further along down the road in my recovery. So I bought kettlebells and starting to do more like resistance weights and things, like body body Sweet. weight resistance. So okay. yeah, just try and get out, do that kind of stuff, stay healthy, even though I've been eating junk a fair bit. I've had dominoes every <laughs> Friday for the past two months. <laughs> That's okay, mate. You're allowed to have dominoes. It could be worse things than dominoes. Yeah, I know. But dominoes has got me on the hook. Hey, I'm, I'm in there like email campaigns now. Like every Friday, they're starting to tailor emails to me towards like dominoes Friday and shit. Because <laughs> they, yeah, they know my buying habits now. You get those deals though. Yeah, you get those yeah. great deals. You get like, I always go for the frugal feed, frugal feed deals where you get like three pizzas and like, you know, two two cheesy garlic breads for like $14. It's fucking amazing. And what do you eat? Eat it over a week. <laughs> you eat it in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You eat it in one sitting, brother. <laughs> no, these days <laughs> I eat one pizza and then I just sit there like holding my stomach like, oh, it's too much. It's like but it's I like th- KFC. You're always like, yeah, man, fucking KFC would be a great idea. And then you get KFC and then after it's instant regret. You're like, why the fuck did I get KFC, bro? This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I've been, I've, let's just say, mate, let's just say with work, being in the sun, eating clean and eat, I've got a real good balance going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, you're aligning your chakras. That's it. No, it's, it's yeah, it's been good. You know, like, it's good to save money. Like, I'm not spending money on, like, jujitsu fees. Like, saving money there, not that that's a great thing, but saving money, saving money, saving money. So, I'm saving money there. I'm not I'm not getting the train and stuff. That'd be, like, 150 a month in just um, yeah, no going back shit. to work and stuff. And now I'm hardly paying anything on the train. Eat, Sorry, we've got home. a special guest. We've got a special guest Nori in here at the moment. Yes, mate. Nori, Nori the role. What's give her a sh- Instagram a shout out? She's quite popular. Uh it's uh at the real Nori role on Instagram. Hey, hey she's still aggressive, I see. Nah, she's all right. She's just playing. Nah. She hasn't got a TikTok yet, but we'll probably start a TikTok for her soon. Yeah, I always enjoy she's you're my favorite my favorite posts of yours are the ones where she's in it. <laughs> Hump yeah, in the bag and doing the throws and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only fucking bit of interesting content you put out, mate. <laughs> I know, yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty boring. Um, 
All good. So any, anyway, all things are all good, mate. I wish I could train more and all that sort of stuff, but like, you know, it's still low key getting a quiet session in here and there, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. That's good. What, it's what good about, to still be doing stuff. Though. Yeah. On your end, how are things going? We were talking about nutrition and stuff just before because of what you're eating. I saw it on Instagram, but now you're eating clean, right? Got some competitions and things coming up. Yeah, just like because I'm so busy at the moment, so I'm trying to like trying to make a conscious effort to eat a little bit healthier on a day to day basis. You know, like you tend to like I tend to go through like crash diet phases where I like yeah I'm gonna do this and then like it lasts for a few weeks and then you go off it. So at the moment I'm just trying to like eat healthy week to week and then just have a have a um, snack day on on Saturdays. So it's going pretty good. I've got a little gym set up uh, in my garage, so. I don't have to go to like a weights gym and do like weird um, sport specific weight stuff that I would, that I, that I do, you know, like, as you said, like throwing the bag around and, mm. and like throwing, med- uh, throwing slam balls at the wall and shit like that. So it's good, man. Got a nice little groove uh, happening at the moment. It's nice. Yeah. In a good routine, it makes you feel good about it because you're sticking with it exactly. a bit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, okay. Man. What what's the what's the what does that routine actually look like aside from you sort of eating healthy? Like you are you working out every week? Jiu-jitsu, wrestling? Like what's the makeup of your week? Oh, like still trying to like just trying to like eat healthy. So like just eating like heaps of um like good quality protein and like vegetables, but like not not potatoes and fucking shit like that. Just like nice leafy green vegetables. Um, training wise, I'm actually on crack for teaching at the moment. So I'm in my second week. So, I mean, that's like, take a bit of, take a bit of a kick out of my training, uh, regime. Mm. Um, so, but like before that I was like, you know, coaching on a Monday and then, um, started doing Greco Roman at Gladiator, Co- which is coaching. Really good. That's at Kaizen, right? Coaching at Kaizen. Yeah. Then yeah. jot over to to gladiator to do some greco which has been amazing for hand fighting um and like body position work as well standing um, hand fighting like, standing hand yeah, fighting yes, or even on, yes. in, on the ground no nah, just standing hand fighting like you know being real tight not giving up um space which is mm. like you know that's the, the main aspect to greco roman that's uh, such um, a, I'll, I'll interrupt you without We'll go keep going down that path. That's such a good point you make because I'm, you know me, I'm a bit of a purist. Like I sort of stick to gi jiu-jitsu mostly, a little bit of no gi, but you've seen how I train. It's like more, you know, fundamental. So my stand, standing hand fighting is something I really could work on. Yeah. Like yeah, it's for sure. Definitely something I'm not real strong at. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the benefits of learning hand fighting for stand-up is like finding spaces and being able to like you know, um, uh, implement your, like impose your will on somebody, you know, while controlling a space, mm. um, and then trying to find openings. Um, it's really hard in a sport like Greco where you can't touch anyone's legs. So you're literally just using your like shoulder pressure and, and hands to like try and find a front, try and find a space and like try to try to get those nice angles and, and flank somebody. So, um, yeah, it's been really good really enjoying it so far are you allowed to touch their when it hits the ground and you're fighting for top position you're allowed to touch their legs then in greco no not at all not at all really so in jiu-jitsu you know how you can kind of block the hip and open with your hand open and start to like widen them out so you can't do that uh you can do that as long as you maintain contact above the hips once you go below the hips it's like i think you get a penalty i'm not really sure on the rules all oh, right, but like, so like, so for instance, like, I could snap somebody down for like um, a chin strap headlock and get their hands to the ground <clears throat> and like maybe like spin around the back. But in terms of like, you know, grabbing their legs to turn them over for a pin or something, you're not allowed to do that. You, you can, um, you can use your legs to gut wrench to turn them over. That's when they're flat, they're flat based out mm-hmm. um, and, and to turn them over and over and over to collect points. But as far as I'm aware, that's the only point where you can actually use legs within Greco. Um, everything else is like from the waist up. Interesting. So you're, you're doing that at Gladiator. Is it strictly the way they train there? Like do they do different uh, no, no, styles so- of wrestling or? So Gladiator is predominantly um, freestyle 
wrestling and all their athletes are all freestyle wrestlers, but they've just started implementing Greco mm-hmm. to just like learn a bit more skill, uh, like get a bit of um, breadth of knowledge of, of wrestling skill sets, you know, so you're not so stagnant in just doing the same old, um, same old freestyle stuff, you know, so it's good. They've been doing a bit of judo there as well. Um, there's a catch wrestler guy that's come back to the club. So he's going to be doing some catch wrestling seminars and um, but hopefully a class, which is very exciting because I'd love to do some catch wrestling, um, implement some catch wrestling into my style. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's good. So yeah, gladiator. And then, uh, and then I'm training. Uh, at, I'm going to start training at the wolves wrestling uh, just for some pure Greco as well. So the guy running that, is that's running that is uh, Coach Adrian, his national coach for Greco Roman in Australia. And he's got a few guys there who are pretty fanatical about their Greco as he is. So I'm going to go there and and just try and sharpen up some skills. Yeah. So what what's that mean? You've got bloody Kaizen, Gladiator, um, Wolves, and Luistro, right? You still are you still yeah, training Wolf, MMA at Luistro at all? Yeah, Wolves is out of the. So yeah, I'm still still trying oh, to get to right. the nails, but okay. it's really hard. It's really hard with uni at the moment. So yeah, um, before uni, I was going there for like you know two days a week, three days a week, just to get some conditioning rounds in. So yeah, are you still are you still looking at MMA? Is that still on the agenda? Yeah, it's still on the cards. It's just you know I'm I'm time poor and I'm focusing on uh, my career goals at the moment. So once yeah. I have an approve from that, then I'll be able to focus some more time on doing MMA. I'd, uh, they've got a show coming up uh, in October called Domination MMA. So Ramel will be putting that on himself with a few, with the help of the guys who run Domination Muay Thai. Okay. Um, and I was really keen to jump on that card because um, it's going to be the first one for them, but it's just not going to work out with the timeline. So hopefully uh, I get a good block of training where I can focus solely on MMA and then hopefully have a fight. But at the moment right now, like with my schedule timeline and schedule, it's just like, I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. Fair enough, man. And the, speaking, you mentioned focusing on your career and stuff. Congratulations, by the way, you got a pretty good job out of uni. Hey, well, uh, yeah, out of well, uni, I'm, but I'm, yeah, I'm, that role you got is great. Do you want to talk a bit? Yes, rug, rugby uh, WA or rugby, something? Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. Rugby. I haven't even worked a shift for them yet. Shh, don't tell um, but, uh, yeah, once I finished uni, it'd just be like a rugby development officer job. So pretty cool going around to schools, delivering rugby programs, trying to build the sport of rugby union in WA, trying to build it back up. Obviously, you know, it's not the same as, uh, the, the East coast, right? So mm. we're pretty, uh, pretty mono sport over here with AFL. Um, so just trying to like build more grassroots love for the game. Yeah, do you, can you talk? Because I know your background, right, in rugby. If you want to just touch on that briefly for us, because it's interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but in the sort of teaching path you've been, like this sort of a role is like, that's that's like an awesome achievement, man. Well done, honestly. Yeah. That's probably your it's dream be, job coming out of uni, right? Um, I wouldn't say dream job, but it's definitely going to help me in my career aspirations. Mm. Um. So obviously I'm, I'm at uni, for those who don't know, I'm uni starting to be a phys ed teacher, um, but I've got a pretty big background in rugby union. So played since maybe year eight. Yeah. In two seconds, just to let the dog out. <laughs> Remember the last time you let her out, she just wanted to keep coming back in. <laughs> come back in. <laughs> that was the one we yeah, did so, your place back, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I played since started playing when I was year eight. So so not that not that early to be fair in the scheme of things. But started playing year when I was year eight. All through high school, played state juniors. Uh, was lucky enough to go and play in Randwick in Sydney for a season. Uh, played first grade for a club here over here called Perth Bayswater. Mm. Um, played went over to Barcelona and played over for a club over there. So, you know, like I've just had like great opportunities around in and around rugby union and it's always kind of stayed with me. Um, I, I started jujitsu to implement into my uh, rugby union game, you know, to, like diversify my skill set. So, um, and then fought, fell in love with JIT. So it's kind of cool to like come full circle and come back to rugby and try to like meld the two 
sports together, you know, um, mm. you know, my love for grappling and my, and my love for rugby union that's done so much for me, you know, try and build those together and, and try and um, give other people opportunities to find the great aspects of grappling when they're an athlete in rugby union or rugby league for that matter. Mm. So uh, being, being a development officer for rugby WA is going to be a great stepping stone for me to further um, build my um, network of people that I can influence with grappling, I guess. Yeah, no, that, no, that's, that's really good, man. And it's interesting because you're kind of like, you're super young, you're just finishing uni, but you're kind of already, I don't know if you figured it out, but like being service to people, right? That role is a service role. And then the whole time I've known you as a mate at Kaizen, you've been teaching there and providing service like with the kids and stuff. So pretty, yeah, it's doing good, man. It's been great. You're a fucking good bloke. I'll say that. (laughs) Thanks, mate. It's been great that I've had the opportunity to, um, to hone my teaching skills since, you know, like I pretty much started jujitsu. And then now I'm at the tailor end of becoming a teacher and it's great, you know, I'm in front of kids, you know, three classes a day sometimes while I'm on prac and all my prac teachers are like, oh, you're really good at doing the unteachable things, you know, like classroom presence and, you know, moving around the classroom and, and, and communicating with people. And that's all from me being able to hone my coaching skills and my teaching skills, teaching jujitsu. So if I can expand that into other, um, into other facets like, rugby or teaching grappling for rugby or grappling for AFL or soccer or, or you know, you, whatever, right? Like that would be, that would be the dream. Mm. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's interesting how you talk about the teaching from a technical level too. Did you find that did, you know, all the experience coaching in at Kaizen and stuff, and maybe even just instructing people on the mats in general, did that sort of give you a lot of more confidence getting in front of a classroom of kids? having Absolutely, like sort of mate, feeling yeah. maybe familiar in that. Yeah. I like to put on this big bravado that I've got a, that I'm quite confident, but I, I usually actually had to like, like build myself up to get in front of people. And I was quite self-conscious. Um, so being in front of a class, you know, being self-conscious would be quite um, terrifying. Right. But then like, if you can teach something like jujitsu to a six year old, like, fuck, I can stand in front of 22 year nines and maybe start teaching health ed, which was what I did this week. And it was like quite scary, but I managed to do it. You know, and it was quite satisfactory that I could do that. So, you know, building all those skills and having lots of, having lots of practice in front of kids uh, definitely helps in many different facets. There you go. Interesting. Good shit, man. I found the same from the, um, all these zoom podcasts and things like over the last what year and a half I've been doing the podcast and then going into job applications and things had comfort sitting in front mm-hmm. of the camera like this. And same with yeah. um, even just cause it's all at Salesforce. It's all like face-to-face meetings on um, uh, Google meet or which is basically zoom and Skype. Wow. And yeah, or something, yeah. yeah, like one of those video conferencing things. That's how everyone's doing it. Right. Cause they're all working from home in this time. So it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just been interesting how I've been comfortable doing it where in previous roles, I've never had to have done it before. So coming into a new thing and if I didn't have this um, familiar feeling from the podcast, it would, maybe it would have been a different thing for me, right? It might not have been as, what a weird, as comfortable. What a weird world we live in, you know, now we have to be, <laughs> we're starting to build up uh, public speaking confidence in front of our, you know, in front of our laptops or, you know, in front of our mobile phones. It's quite bizarre to yeah. say that, but it's absolutely true in the world we're living in right now, you know, the COVID age. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's a little bit, it's harder though, because you don't get the same, like, you still get the connection, right? Like we're talking to each other, we know each other, but it's not the same as it's not the same, in front though. of each other. Yeah. 100%. It's all, it's all good, but I still enjoy it. <laughs> Um, so keep, like darting up to the corner of the screen and like checking how my hair looks. <laughs> hair looks good, mate. Looks better than mine. That's Thanks, why I'm wearing mate. a hat. I've, I haven't had a haircut in like, was it, how long has it been? Since two months. Looks good. It's, 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 looks fine, mate. Out of You're good. Control, mate. No, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Just the hat's better, mate. You know, you got to focus on the conversation, not on the nest on my head. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, so, man, you got your purple belt, mate. Yeah. Congratulations. The big, the big grape-flavored belch. 
Yeah, I was Thanks, super bro. happy, super happy for you when I saw that. It, I, th- I don't think I noticed straight away. I knew it was coming up though. But yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. It's all funny because I'm doing this clear path uh, jujitsu thing with um, Luke from Humble and um, Jesse Weston, Brenton Chong, uh, Renan. Um, I don't know Renan's last name and. Yeah, that's it. So we're doing this clear path jujitsu thing and that's headed up by Luke from Humble. A little bit of spruik for that. So we're going to do like a 10 weeks um, jujitsu workshop at Ross Moines Senior High School for underprivileged kids. Well, not underprivileged kids, disenfranchised kids, like kids who are unengaged in class. In the class. Yeah. So we're going to go in there for 10 weeks and then teach him some jujitsu. Um, but it's hell funny. Like we were, Luke was like doing up like a little profile thing. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, okay. I know I'm getting my purple belt on whatever day. So I'll just like chuck in, you know, like, you know, Maxwell Hearn, uh, DOB, blah, 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 belt rank purple, you know, coaching experience, blah, 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 blah. And I sent it off to him. And then it was like four or five days before the actual fucking grading. And he posted up on Facebook and then everyone who like from the club knows me like, ah, oh, see, so you got your purple belt. I was like, oh, was, I was, I, I was I one of them, man. I, I read that. I read that and I was like, yo, brother, when did you get your purple belt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, yo, you got your purple belt. I was like, uh, yeah, not yet. It's actually on Thursday. And it was hell funny. I was like getting to training and like, you know, getting ready. And that brand was like, hey, man, how you going? Like, yeah, pretty good. He's like, are you coming on Thursday? I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I come on Thursday? He's like, oh, because you've got your purple belt already, right? Like, Fuck you, man. Oh, good shout. Good shout. Was he, was he but, just yeah, like, it was a, <laughs> Brandon wouldn't have cared, man. man. That's, that's funny, but nah, yeah, it's good, nah, it's good that he fucking like that. took a slight at you, too. Good on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what was what was that night like? Like, what did you? Uh, they, mate, they do a sharp tank, a big, right? And that's about it. Yeah, we, well, no, we did like a little mini seminar type situation thing. Um, so, what, what do you mean? There was so Brandon usually just runs through like he goes through and checks uh, the competency of like all the white belts, blue belts, purple belts, brown belts, whatever you know, and like in doing so, does like a little seminar thing. So you know, like a guard pass. Um, like a takedown guard pass, uh, transitionary transitionary position, and then maybe a submission or two. Um, but there was like five, five or six of us who got our purple belts. There was a brown belt, and then Damien Vickers got his black belt, which is a, it's a massive achievement. So it wasn't just all about me, mate. It wasn't even to do with me. I was just lucky to be a part of that um, whole experience. Yeah, no, fair enough, but still. I am talking to you, but it is always good when, um, you know, because a lot of the times when there is gradings, like you mentioned, it's not just one person, you know, because yeah. some, some gyms just hand out belts. There's no gradings. They just hand them out. Right. And then other gyms like Kaizen, like sustainable and higher, like the gyms I've trained at, they kind of do a grading night where there'll be a bunch of belts and they might do it like sure. twice, yeah, twice yeah. a year. Right. And I think that's like yeah. the traditional way to do it, but it's just, it's always good to share like moments of like promotions with your friends and things. And I guess I always like- love seeing those no gay clubs. And then they're like, they give a belt to a dude who's wearing rashies and shit. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's that level. Like, surely it would make more sense to give him like a fucking ranked rash guard, right? Especially for those no gay guys. Well, I, I guess so. But the thing is, the belt, the belt is the, yeah, yeah, that's true. Isn't that what Tenth Planet does? Is that their actual thing? You get you get given a belt, but they don't even get to wear them. They just, you know, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. A it's sim- just like you chuck it on the mantelpiece. Yeah, true. Whatever works, man. It's uh, all but- grappling, right? And and it's like recognition. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. The Shark Tank wasn't too bad though. I don't reckon like a Shark Tank is like ever the same as that first Shark Tank you get for your blue belt. That one's fucked. Will you get like, shark, shark, shark Yeah, we got Shark Tank, but like it was pretty chill, you know, like because there were so many people and like like the the pressure really wasn't on you and you weren't getting pumped. Whereas like when you're blue belt, like you're in your head and then everyone else just wants to fucking smash you. And it's like, yeah, you just take a chill pill and like ride it out. Whereas now it's just like, oh no, you're just kind of like flowing through it and you're like, oh yeah, okay, 10 minutes left, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, 
let me let me ask you when you go for so when someone else is getting shark tank right and you're the one that's about to roll with them do you are yeah. you someone who goes into that role like <laughs> they're getting shark tank i'm hunting them or are you someone who goes into that role like they're getting hunted by everyone so i'm just going to give them a little bit of a cruisy around Nah, fuck that, man. I make them work, bro. There you go. So then, so then when I you're getting work. fucking shark tank, people are coming back like, I'm getting this fella. Like, he comes at me. Yeah, well, and that's I what I was in. hoping for. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. And then, like, everyone, like, kind of took it easy on me. And then I started heckling Cody. You remember Cody? Like, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Love the, loves the leg locks. Loves Love le- loves loves leg locks. So, yeah, yeah. You know, he jumped okay. on me. I was like, "Fuck, let's go, Cody!" Like, fuck me up. Everyone's taking it easy on me. And then he like moved me around a bit. And then straight after, we had this like huge SAS dude who's a fucking white belt, but he's just like like he's hell hench, like he's jacked. And he was like fucking me up. I was like, "Come on, Sally, fucking tap me out, you little bitch!" And just like <laughs> him. And then I got, but then I copped uh, Patty and then Brandon back to back. But like. When I'm in the, when I'm giving somebody a shark tank, I usually like, I just like, just razz them and like, just make, make them move heaps. Like don't even go for subs really. Just like get a sub where it's like hell close. Cause you know, they're fucked. Like they're basically not defending at all. So you yeah. just like sneak a little, like you get a sub in like a rear naked choke and you just hold it there and you're like, just make them move around a bit. Whereas, make them, like, su- make them suffer some more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like get them held gas, man. That's way worse than fucking tapping them out because they know they're going to get tapped. Just like, yeah, tap, let me go. But if you're like grabbing them around the neck and you've like kind of got a choke in, but you don't, and you're just like making them roll around, the floor, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pure bliss. He reckons as he's fucking people up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, as man. Nah, anyway, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. It's like a new stepping stone, mate. It's great. I feel like I've got new things to work on. Um, yeah. Has it changed, changed your approach at all? Getting back onto the mat now? Are you, are you revisiting things or what are you, what are you trying to do now? Um, am I revisiting things? Well, just, yeah, look, I don't know. Like once you get your purple belt, does it make you take a step back and like look at it differently or like, what should I go to next? Um, what should I think about? What do I need to improve? I think it's like making me focus way more on my transitions and like being cohesive as a jujitsu player um and like maybe taking a little bit of force off to, to get better positions i feel like i'm like also experimenting with stuff and like thinking about stuff on my own now instead of being spoon fed by my coach so um yeah, I guess I'm still like working on my A game, like a game that's great for me um, and exploring stuff that I'm interested in. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, thinking at a different level. What Absolutely. does, uh, you know, what does your A game look like to you right now? Oh, I can't tell you that, bro. When are you going to put the podcast out before Battlegrounds? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, Battlegrounds is next weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so nah, if you Sunday, Sunday today, I'm dropping. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to drop this tomorrow morning, man. This will be out tomorrow. Yeah. So maybe, maybe uh, yeah. So my we'll A game is we'll scooting do, we'll to the button, attacking the legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my A game's like standing really awkward in collar ties until somebody falls to the ground. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's my A game. Uh, so, nah, so nah, speaking got, of that, what's, what's, I've, I've got a B game, I've got a C game, and I'm working on a whole bunch of shit, but I can't tell you exactly what that is. Um, until next Saturday, Battlegrounds 1, August 21st. What's the story there? That yeah, so just, working on, just working on shit for that. They've got a dope card, man. Some, some like great Perth, like local competitors, man. I was impressed at the card they put together. Bro, let's let's talk about it a little bit. Production, mate. How good is the production, hey? Oh, it looks awesome. Well, I don't know about the production, but the marketing of it, right? Is is the, oh, the market? Yeah, the marketing, the production, the, the the professional professional aspect to it is fucking real good. Everything looks like all the marketing, like the promotional material, looks like one uh, one FC, don't you reckon? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyone listening, if you want to check it out, battleground under inv- uh, I'm sorry, battleground underscore invitational on uh instagram instagram professional grappling tournament perth western australia august 21st skiba versus Spryland. if that's how you say it my apologies guy Spirulin. 
Brody Sperlin. He was yeah, one so of my first coaches at Kaizen, bro. Really? Brody. Yeah, mate. He was he was like he was from Submission Factory, trained with Brandon at Submission Factory for fucking years. Got his black belt at twenty or nineteen. Yeah, twenty. And then he was coaching at Kaizen Lab like one day a week when I first went there. And then he went away. He were he lived in Thailand for a bit and was like head coach of some Thailand MMA gym. And then now he's back at Evo. There you go. Well, there you go. There you so go. that's yeah, that's going to be a sick event, man. I'm I'm going to actually watch this. I think you got to pay yeah, for it, right? Yeah. I think there's a stream yeah, to buy on bucks. Facebook. It's twenty bucks, mate. It's twenty no, bucks, but you get like you get a fucking shitload of fights, hey? Yeah, I don't know how many there is. I'll tell you. Hold on, there's two. Especially if you're a Perth person, you know, like twenty bucks is pretty good to see some people that you might have seen around at the comps or from your club or from a fucking mates club compete on a well-produced stage i think that's pretty fucking sick yeah Way well the, than some other promotions going around at the moment the main event looks sick with brody and and um skeber in it and then you got tori elber and martin's martin's a fucking beast man mark rolled with him at um sgt i think a few months ago and the guys yeah. fucking amazing um and yeah, then I obviously him at guardians once and he just fucking jacked me up bro i, I rolled I with him at essence I rolled with him at Essence, man. He was just fucking slick as. That's Igor, right? Igor Martins? Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was at, went, yeah, went to him, uh, not a podcast with Jake. I just went there to train. Um, he invited me to one of their like oh, yeah. lunchtime classes or something. And yeah, Martins was there and I rolled with him. I think he was a purple belt at the time. Now he's a brown belt, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And he was. Yeah, he's a brown belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah submit me like eight times and he wasn't even trying <laughs> yeah he did the same thing to me when i rolled him at guardians he just fucked me up i was like oh man i've got to quit jujitsu now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then there's again say and then there's also urseg Stephen urseg who recently fought cody Haddon at eternal that'll be a been on the podcast i'm looking forward to see that because um jamie hunt's no no scrub at jujitsu either man like he's been around for fucking years mm. But yeah, all in all, mate, I'd be I'm buying this one just because you're on it, regardless of who else is on it. <laughs> if I'm honest, Thanks, baby, you're good. But yeah, so how I'm did really you get how did you get into that to, one, man? Uh, uh, I was actually on this down south um, birthday party, and I was like real hungover. And then George messaged me on Facebook on the Sunday, and he was like on Instagram, he's like, bro, do you want to fight on this invitational? I was like, oh, what's the date? And he's like, you know, August 21st. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, I'm smack bang in the middle of prac. I don't know if it's a good choice. And I sat on it until we drove back up to Perth. And then I got to Perth. I was like, nah, fuck, man. Sounds like a pretty good deal. The guy who's uh, who, who they matched me against is, uh, is a dude that I've known for a while from my rugby club so fuck it like let's do it and uh yeah i'm actually looking really forward to it it's gonna be sick mm, there you go and what and so training wise you've has it been a little bit less what you of what you would want because of all your pracs and things but at the end of the day you just want to fucking get the roles in uh no i wouldn't say a little bit less than what i'd want um the last two weeks has just been more um focused on specifics like making every training session count um and then the prior to that was just like getting my conditioning back up you know from having a little bit of a time off um fixing up some problems and just getting lots of reps in where now i'm like just like focus focusing specifically on um certain aspects of my game that are that i want to execute for next saturday there we go What's so? What's speaking? If things go well there, right? Um, at this one, what else you got on the cards for the rest of the year, or is it more just sort of career focused for the next sort of few months? And jujitsu is just a matter of just keep learning. Uh, no, I'm I'm still I'm on practice September. After I'm finished with prac, I'll probably like go back into more rigorous training. Um, as I said before when we first started you know once i got my purple belt i wanted to focus more on wrestling so i'm definitely going to focus more some more time on wrestling now that i've you know attained uh my, a level of jiu-jitsu um 
I feel like I've always been a, a, a stalwart for people learning grappling. Um, sorry, wrestling for grappling. Yeah, I feel have. like if you're not doing wrestling, if you're not doing wrestling, like you're kind of fucking behind everyone else. So I really want to study wrestling in all facets a little bit more and become um, much more knowledgeable and competent at wrestling. So um, I'm actually registered to compete at Greco-Roman 96 kilo tournament the day after Battlegrounds for the George Samos Cup. So hopefully I don't get too banged up and I can still compete. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. And what do you, what do you weigh now? Uh, I didn't think you were ninety six. I didn't think you were that heavy. Uh, nah, like I've been chilling, bro. I've been lifting weights and shit, man. I'm like a hundred. Hey, ah, yeah. You looking yeah. fit? You looking good fit? You know, fit though, right? Diet, man. <laughs> yeah. So you just what have you put on muscle and leaned up a bit? Fucking good shit. Yeah. So that that was the goal, man. I wanted to go through a bit of a, a bit of a body recomposition. You know, lose body fat and gain lean muscle mass. So that's like a long term uh, goal. Um, but I feel like I've definitely like gained more muscle mass and but still leaning like leaning up. So yeah, that's that's the goal. There you go, man. It's good. Um, no, it's good to I see love, you have a I good value. It's good down. to see you have a good balance on things like your fitness, your health, the way you eat, yeah. training, your career, all those things. That's so important, man, for you to have longevity in that as well. 100%, bro. A couple of months ago, like I was really trying to cut down to get to like 88 kilos. And I just like, I was eating fucking no calories. I was feeling like fucking shit. I was training like so much. And like, I look back and see the photos and I got down to like 93 or 92 and man, I just look cruel. Okay. Like I had no muscle, like I looked real pale. I just didn't look good. You know, like I'd mm. rather sit at a heavier weight, feel good, feel strong, feel healthy, but still fast and, and, and dynamic. And then, you know, still keep that weight. But I guess the main goal would be able to like sit at like maybe 94. So then if I wanted to fight MMA, I could cut down to middleweight or, um, yeah. What's, yeah, what's middleweight? 70, 77.1 or not? Or is that welterweight? Uh, no, middle, middleweight, yeah, middleweight's 84. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 84 kilos, yeah. which is 185. So right. say if I wanted to fight MMA middleweight and I had an eight week training camp, 10 kilos for weigh-in would, wouldn't be too bad if I was like sitting solid at 94. Yeah. Imagine if you cut down to middle, imagine if you cut down to middleweight and got put in front of Israel Adesanya. It could be nice knowing your brother. Fuck that, bro. Hey. Fuck that. Fuck that. I get my head chopped off, bro. You think about it and it's just like, fuck, man. You compete like you might compete in, let's say, Lewis Rose comp. That if, if you could make that one or maybe you get on an eternal card and it's just like, yeah. like imagine if you're fighting for the UFC and it coming up against Adesanya. Oh, man. That would never happen, but it would be a nice dream, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't know, man. You'll kick your head clean off your shoulders. Why don't you be, yeah. yeah, you'd be having dreams after it too. <laughs> that's like, like, would you, <laughs> that's like, would you take a million dollars if you had to fucking suck Donald Trump's dick or something? You'd just be like, oh, I don't really want to suck Donald Trump's dick, but taking a million dollars would be pretty sick as well. Does anyone else find it? Well, that's my first question would be, does anyone else find out about it? Or do I just have to do it? Yeah. Nothing else, get paid? Or does this get broadcasted? Because if we're talking about whether I'm going to do it or not, I need to know, you know, I need to know the ins and outs of this. Yeah, yeah. Has Donnie trimmed his pubes or not? That's what I'm worried about. Oh, <laughs> I reckon even his wife must just be disgusted by it, eh? <laughs> anyway. Nah, bro. So that's that's the plan, man. Is like to uh, reduce body fat, lean muscle mass, be healthy, be strong. Um, I've had got like a love hate relationship with lifting weights, so I've been exploring doing more sports specific dynamic exercises like medi ball slams, medi ball throws. I got a Bulgarian bag. I'm um, going to get some club bells, you know, taking a little bit of inspiration from Action Bronson, who's getting fucking jacked. Mm. But, you know, that that type of weight training and resistance training looks fun and is fun. Whereas, like, your isometric movements, like doing, like, fucking um, deadlifts and squats and 
they're great. They're great exercises, but I just have, I don't like, I just don't like doing them. Like, oh, it's man. just boring for me. I, f- I feel you, bro. When I, when I times at times when I'm committed to the gym and I train like, you know, three, four days a week and I'll do it for a month, I feel great. And it's like the benefits are so good, but I fucking hate it. Like it's, bro, it sucks, man. Jiu-jitsu. I'd rather like, be I could train so jiu-jitsu. Many other things. Yeah. You could train jiu-jitsu five days a week, man, and love it and never get sick of it. But weightlifting yeah, is just like, ugh. I don't know if yeah, everybody feels that way about. Do people all feel that nah, way? No, they don't. Nah, people love it, bro. And I don't understand. Like, cunts are just like, oh, fuck, love lifting heavy. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, I can see the benefit in it. But for me, nah, not for me, bro. I like being explosive. Mm. Although, I suppose in saying that, to be to be explosive, you need to lift heavy. But I don't know. I like doing it in more of a like dynamic way. I think about. I was thinking about doing CrossFit, but like, fuck, man, it's really expensive. Hey, mm. I can't afford that. Yeah, but do you? Oh, I'm not that I don't want to. I'm not an expert in anything weightlifting. But are you putting a lot more injury at risk doing CrossFit on top of know, all the other things it, you're like, trying to do? Would it risk you getting injured yeah. or overtraining when you put it together with all the wrestling and jujitsu and that on top of that? Or is that just me being yeah, a little bit? Um, maybe I I'm just being risk adverse. Like, I don't know. I just like the idea of being able to go somewhere and like like being like a team sport type situation where you're lifting weights, you know, mm. that, that, that appeals to me. Whereas like find the motivation to sit in the gym for an hour per se and like lift weights is just like hell boring for me. Yeah. I feel so that's why I try, that's why I try to make everything like grappling specific, wrestling specific um, to what I'm doing. Yeah. Fair call. Some great, there's some great resources. I follow some great Instagram pages that uh, always have cool activities. So I'm trying to like try new shit all the time. Mm. There you go. I fucking, I was about to say something. I completely forgot. My bad. <laughs> It'll come back to you. All good. Um, what else we've got? How long have we been on for? Oh, think... 35-ish minutes. Is that right? Do we start after 11 or after nine, your time? Uh, I think, yeah, we just start about, oh, maybe about quarter past eight. What's by the way? What's to go? Were you watching much UFC over the last few weeks, or were you get, or were you one of the people like myself getting stuck into the Olympics? Oh mate, I was watching the Olympics. Hey, I was watching the wrestling, and I was watching gymnastics. Love gymnastics. Yeah, I've watched. I was, I was watching, watching a bit of everything man. as well, bro. Were you? What do you think of that, mate? Fencing's a fucking sick sport. What a great <laughs> sport to watch. I didn't get it's to so see quick man. Didn't see much of that. Um, but yeah, no, it is. I, I saw, I watched a lot of diving as well and the gymnastics, you know, the, you know, the three yeah, meter, 10 meter diving, fucking men's and women's man. I kind of like enjoyed that when it was on, um, even the downhill canoeing when they have to go through the oh, yeah. stuff, just the everything. Speed climbing, that's a good one to watch. Oh yeah. man! How they, they, the way they, they're like monkeys running up the wall. Yeah. Like the fucking Spider-Man. That's so sick. Yeah. Those people, I guarantee you, half half of those people will probably work for like, um, they're probably firemen or firewomen. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Did you watch any of the judo? Nah, didn't didn't see a single match judo. I watched a little bit of judo, and I really wanted to like it, but I got really bored of it. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't. Like I had more like interest in the wrestling of, like, than the than the judo. Yeah, I felt like the judo. There was like a lot of like grip fighting and then not much happening, like people going for stuff and then it failing and then them standing back up. And then, you know, it was just that. And they were like, because like this golden point rule, right? So like you don't want to give up a point because at the end of the period, if you're nil, nil, you go to golden point, right? Or golden score, right? So then it's like literally the first person to score wins the fucking match. So the first part, it doesn't make any sense. The first part is just like, you don't want to give up anything like you're being like hell tight. Right. And then you just fucking going nuts after the golden score. I don't know. That's the I really same. Wanted to see some- that's, that's just circumventing the rules. That's the same thing in jujitsu where they do like yeah. the first 10 minutes, Scoring nobody up. tries because the points don't count. And then after the 10 minutes or whatever's up, when the points start counting, they start actually train rolling. Yeah, exactly. It's so dumb. Yeah. I really wanted to see some like sick Yippons or something, but I like, I saw, I saw um, the Japanese, Japanese girl. She won by, 
she won by pin or something, and then her brother won as well. That was pretty sick, but eh, Tudor, eh. There you go. Did you see, I think it might have been at the Rio Olympics. Was that, oh, no, no, which one was that, 2016, Rio? Uh, no, 20, yeah, yeah, Rio, yeah, Rio, yeah, 2016, yeah. So I think at that one, the bronze medalist in one of the judo weight categories, like won the bronze medal and then was out partying and got fucking bashed and robbed. <laughs> Imagine winning a bronze lost his gold medal. <laughs> no, nah, not didn't lose his gold medal, but got his wallet stolen. But imagine being a bronze medalist in the Olympics in a martial art, which you would think of as self-defense just in general. And then like right yeah. after you win a bronze medal at the Olympic Games, you get fucking mugged on the beach and bashed. It's not like the fucking, it's not like the fucking mugger's gonna be wearing a gay. Like, what's he gonna do? Nah. Yeah, well, yeah, true that. But the funny thing like, is, if if I'm too just go, Rio things as well, man. Like you'd you'd have to expect that sort of shit to happen in Rio, bro. That place is fucking dangerous. I think it was Rio. It could have been London. It was a London or Rio. I'm pretty sure it was Rio. But it was it's yeah. in their defense though. It's one of those things. Once they win their event and it's over, or if just once you compete and that event's over and you're not competing anymore, they just party. In the Olympics, so he was probably like on the yeah, beach, three a.m. Absolutely, seven rugby players got kicked off the plane uh, from Tokyo, or got like a complaint made against them because they were just fucking pissed and rowdy on the plane. <laughs> they're like they're acting disgracefully. It's like, mate, if I like meddled at the Olympics, I'm getting fucking loose. <laughs> I'm doing what it's mate. I I played um uni games for Curtin. <laughs> played like amateur footy uni games for Curtin, and we were running a muck as well. I'm doing the uh, the Australian Masters. Um, they've got that in Perth in October, so mm. I'm going to do wrestling for that. And we've got a bit of a team from Gladiator. So, but obviously because it's Masters, it's all over 30s. So, going to go to one of the events and just see how loose these are. These granddad athletes get after they've uh, competed in their sport should be fun. Have you ever done anything like that before? Like a kind of Olympic no. style thing? Like you need no, get, you know, no, like, so. yeah, man, it's so much fun. Cause I played, um, like we're playing cricket. We, and I, when I was playing in the country leagues and stuff, South Midlands, we would do, they would do the country, country week cricket. So you'd have all oh, these yeah. like people from all around WA would fly into Perth and we'd have compete against each other, all these country towns. And the league I was in, which was an hour out of Perth, was considered country at the time. So I got to compete right. in country week, which is basically like sure. Olympics for like the WA cricket kind of thing for the country leagues. Yeah, and you pretty much play cricket each day and then just go out and get on the piss every night. That sounds sick. What a sport, hey, cricket. Oh, though. man, it was heaps like of fun. Sport that's like so unathletic. You're like, you just sit around all day watching some cunt fucking throw a ball and then you just get on the piss. Like, yeah, I'm sweet to compete next next day. Well, when it's – but the problem is that Uni Games is – sorry, Country Week was in um, summer, obviously, because of cricket. So you're on the – you're playing five days a week and I think it was 70 overs for each innings. So you're okay, about 70. I have known nothing about cricket. 70. It's like a day of cricket. But I think in, I think in Country Week we did 60 overs. So you'd do 120 overs in a day, you'd bat and then you'd bowl. So it was a long day of cricket. And then you'd go out and get on the piss and then you'd wake up hungover and go and play a long day of cricket again. So standing in the field when you're doing it, you're like fucking hungover, you're cooked, you're on your fourth day, you've done it four days in a row and you're just standing in like 38 degree heat, just standing, just like, I'm just standing there thinking, I hope the ball doesn't get hit to me. That's what I mean, but that's such a great, it's such a great sport because you're like, I can still get on the piss and then still be an athlete. Yeah, it's good. For, anyway, doing doing that, you know, camaraderie with the boys. You go out, you play cricket the next day, then you go out that night. It's good fun, and everyone sort of like gets higher out, hires houses, and you all stay together and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when the rugby lads do it, you should all just get an Airbnb or something for the weekend. I don't know, like, what? How do cricket? How do cricket boys compare to rugby lads? Like, I don't know. The rugby lads get pretty fucking loose, mate. I, don't, I have no idea what the type of banter cricket lads would get around. Oh man, it's like they're all just lads, you know. Everyone's <laughs> just having a good time. That's just like it doesn't matter what sport it is, right? We're just guys hanging out, getting on the pierce. We all enjoy the same thing, so it's good. It's good times. Yeah. Good times. Good, you would love the, the the club sport banter, hey. Yeah, that's that's it, man. You you've played plenty of sport. You know what it's like. It's always good fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
anyway, I did that. I did the Curtin Uni Games as well, which was basically like Olympics for university. But you don't, obviously, it's not like elite. You can have like your A-grade footy or whatever, but like you just, at the end of the day, you sign up and you play and they fly around to a different state each year. And so when I was, I think it was my second year of uni at Curtin and they had it in Perth that year. So like we just hired an Airbnb and the whole footy team, sorry, the whole footy team stayed in the same hostel. Yeah, and so right. that, that was a party. That was, that was good fun. But Dwayne Lake and the boys out from, I think, yeah, it was good. It was good fun, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this master's games. It should be good. Just to like do something like that's reminiscent of uh, an Olympic sport, you know, in an Olympic sort of setting, it should be pretty fun. Yeah. And you'll find there'll be the guys that like, you know, they're married, they've got kids, they've got a wife and they don't get to spend like, is it, is it a weekend or a week? What, what's the time frame of it? I think it's like a week. I'm pretty sure it's like a week. Yeah. So you'll find there those guys that are like married. They don't, they don't get to get let off the hook that much, you know, and now they've got a whole yeah, week off. They all staying in town together and stuff. So they'll be fucking, yeah. they'll be sinking pissed. <laughs> Guarantee that. Should be good, mate. Should be good. <clears throat> All right, brother. Should we wrap it up here? Yeah, I think so, mate. I got to get, uh, we got SGT on today. So I got a few boys competing early. So I'm going to try to get up there, help coach, and then take some photos. Should be fun. So who's who's competing? I'll let you go, but who from Kaizen's going to be competing today? Oh, anyone got, I know? Uh, yeah, we got a handful of white belts. So we got Alex Sloan. Um, we've got Umer, we've got, oh, who else have we got? We've got Josh Gentili. He's got a long day. Um, who else is competing? Shit. Jet. I don't know if you've met any of these guys, but yeah, a whole bunch of our white belts there. It's really good. Actually. We've got a good, we've got a good, like, we've got a good, um, competition, uh, team happening at Kaizen Lab now at the moment. So there's a lot of these young guys, white belts, uh, all really keen on competing, all really keen on getting better at competition-style jiu-jitsu. So, yeah, it's good, man. So go out there, help the boys out. It should be fun. Good luck. That's submission only, right? SJT, submission grappling. That's what one. is it, 10 minutes? And no sub uh, is a draw? I think it's just five minutes for the white belts. Yeah. There you go. All the best of luck to everyone. By the time this is out, it will be over. So hopefully there's a few gold medals up. <laughs> Hopefully. <clears throat> Cheers, mate. Good to catch up with you, eh? It's All been right, a little while. Let's let's do it again in a couple of months or something, and just even just to catch up like this. Sounds good, bro. Cheers, mate. Good luck I'll with it all. You yeah, you too. See you, brother. See you, brother. Bye.